0: Next on News for the Soul, Bridging Realms with Becca Honeycutt. Becca is an energy healer, body-mind counselor with a passion for shadow work, the art of making the unconscious to conscious. It's about diving into the depths of you, facing and embracing your deepest fears about yourself to reclaim and empower you to move forward in the seat of your own authority. This is an excavation and reclamation of the soul. This returns to you the ability to trust in yourself unapologetically speak your truth and have full freedom of expression. Please welcome back Becca Honeycutt to News for the Soul. Heidi-ho, children. It is Miss Becca, survivor, shadow worker, and sassy badass. The work that I share with you in this podcast is due to my own experience of child abuse and how Spirit showed me how to use the pain I was dealt to get out of it and make me stronger. And it is now my passion to help the women turn shame and self-blame of childhood abuse into unapologetic confidence. So you are free to fully express and be loved and accepted for all of who you are. Welcome, welcome. It's been a hot minute. We had some um, issues, I think, a couple weeks ago. Towers flying down, crazy energy everywhere, (laughs) Seems par for the course, and I wonder how many of you out there are just kind of getting used to this, used to this kind of stuff, like I am, where it's like, eh, sure, what's today's tragedy or what's today's drama? Not to desensitize from people that are experiencing pain, but just like it seems to be coming, be becoming expected. Um, and part of that, um, what we I want to talk about today is authenticity. So. Um, I thought it would be a good subject considering the holidays tomorrow, the holidays coming up. A lot of us have a hard time showing up authentically when we feel we have to be somebody else um, in some old situations. So that is where I wanted to hit today on our talk and really just open up that topic. So during today's show, if you resonate or have any questions about where you are in relation to any of this showing up in your life, um, feel free to call into chat. Um, Or if you have any questions or you want any help, advice, you want me to walk you through some shadow work techniques that you can use, feel free to call in um, 646-595-4274 and ask to be connected to me live on the show. If you'd rather not be connected to me live on the show, you can feel free to ask your question with who picks up the phone and they will get it to me. Okay, so... In the spirit of authenticity, because I literally, probably about an hour ahead of the show, I usually sit down, think, tune in, what wants to be said, what wants to come out, I write a couple things down. So for this, I literally asked Spirit, what do we want to talk about today? And they were like, authenticity. And I was like, okay. Um, and instead of writing me notes, I went and hopped in the shower so that I wouldn't write notes because... I wanted to show up as authentically as I can with you today without planning anything that's going down. So that's what's going on in my world over here. Um, nothing has been written, nothing has been planned. Here we are. So <clears throat> authenticity. Let's talk about it. First, what is it? Because the thing that I hate about some of the words <laughs> that were words- limited by or that we use or that we're stuck with is, especially in the spiritual world, a lot of the words end up becoming buzzwords about what you think you have to do, right? So I really just want to drill down to the truth of what we're talking about. I don't care. I'm not talking about authenticity as like some kind of clothing you wear to seem like you're doing your work to other people, okay? That's not authentic. That's trying to fit in, all right? When I'm talking about authenticity, I am talking about what does it look like to be unabashedly, unapologetically, without pushing, proving, pulling, hiding, or any other thing to just be who you are. To just show up without any restriction in your body, any restriction on your heart. Any restriction to your throat, the words you say, your voice, your energy? What does that look like? It's authenticity to me is being able to show up in the fullness, fullness, full expression of who I am without worrying about anything outside of me. No judgments on it. I'm not worried about any of that. Like It's happening, but I'm not worried about any of it. All right? To me, that's what authenticity means. So, how do you show up authentically in your life right now? Might just be one place, might be a lot of places. Might have it all nailed in, I have no idea. A lot of the times we can't show up authentically because a lot of who what our authenticity is has been pushed down into our subconscious or our shadow. Right? Usually if we're if you've got shame about something or you feel like a freak about certain things, you're judging yourself for that stuff, this is this is what I'm talking about. There's pieces of us that lie down here in our shadow, also known as our subconscious, um, that we hide from the world. Right? Because we know that if we showed up Fully as who we are. We would be judged. We might be rejected. Some of us have energies in our body of lifetimes before where we've been really hurt for this, right? If you hold any witch wound, if you know what that is in your body, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what witch wound is, we're talking about being persecuted in past lives for authentically expressing yourself as a woman in those times, right? So a lot of the times when we go to express ourselves authentically, we've got this big, this uh uh-oh that comes up in us, right? This energy, oh, don't say that. Don't rock the boat. Know your place. Keep quiet. Don't be that big. Right? And if this is happening for you and you, you notice, yeah, 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 you're resonating with this, I want you to slow this down as I'm saying this and really notice where is this showing up in your body right now. Right? When I say things like don't rock the boat. Uh-oh. Don't speak up. Don't speak out. I notice I hold my breath. I'm the one saying this, right? And I do this work on a regular basis, but there's still places this stuff hides from me. There's still so much stuff in my subconscious I can't get to. My stomach is like, ooh, right here. Yeah. Hold your breath. Hide. Don't express it. There's a fear that comes up in my heart where it's just like this anxiety of, oh, God, I'm going to get killed if I say these things, right? It's persecution wound, being persecuted for the full expression of who you are. And this shows up in a lot of different ways and a lot of different cultures. And honestly, I think it's part of the human experience at some point. I think we all have a little bit of this. Some cultures definitely have a lot more of this than others as women a lot of us hold this just for being women right if you've had abuse you hold it in from whatever that was about for you right because there's different stories we make up in our mind for why things happen to us but you might be ashamed of some of these things right you hold shame around it because there's a weird thing that happens with that. That disconnects you from your power. If you go through abuse of any kind, it makes you demonize yourself for what you think attracted the abuse to you, right? And I just like to me, it's crazy. I, I've been through it, so I it, it, the feel, felt sense around this is true but if you actually listen to that sentence, <laughs> we, I, we demonize ourselves for what we think attracted the abuse to us. That's crazy, right? How am I responsible for bringing abuse to me? Absolutely not. Not real. But our systems internalize it differently. These kind of experiences, when you have shame or um, self-blame, self-criticism, all of this stuff, disconnects us from expressing our authentic self. We learn that our, authentic, our authenticity is something to be ashamed of. We're too much, too big, too pretty, too loud, too expressive, too emotional, too whatever. But they never finished the sentence around that, which is, for you. <laughs> I am too much for you, not for me. And if I'm too much for you, then it's your responsibility to take care of that, not mine, which means leave the room, get out. It's not my, it's not in my authentic energy self to hold back to make you more comfortable. That wouldn't be me being authentic. For me, And I am not put on this planet for you. I am put on this planet for me, which means you are put on this planet for you, not other people. But we all live in some aspects from the place of keeping it safe so that other people don't see me. Try to fit into this group or that group or this group so that I'm accepted by somebody. But the truth is we're betraying ourselves down here underneath all of it because if you are actively hiding a piece of your authenticity or your authentic expression, you have to betray yourself to do it. And then you spend years wondering why am I stuck in this dead-end job? Why can't I get out of this rut? Why can't I go toward my desires? And the truth is not as you know, easy cut and dry as your brain would have you believe it is. Your brain and your mind would have you believe, oh, well, you're doing something wrong. You're doing this. You're doing that. Da, da, da. There it is. More self-blame, more shame, more demonizing yourself. No, bullshit, lies. None of that is true. The reason you can't get toward your desires is because there is a big part of you demonizing yourself for wanting them. And you can't get them when you're making yourself wrong subconsciously for wanting them. Does this make sense? Are you feeling this? And this is so much of why people are stuck in places where they're like, like one of the number one things I hear with my clients is just like, I just can't get out of this. I just can't get out of this. I just can't get out of this. And number one is because your mind is trying to figure out a way and the only thing the mind knows is based on your past experience or in avoiding a past experience in the future. And the second is because you're trying to fight against yourself. I want what I want, but I have to stay hidden. Because they'll reject me if I show up as how I want as my full self. Well, did it ever occur to you that showing up as your full self might be what actually gets you to the destination you want? It might be spirit, God, whatever it is you believe or pray to, it's their way of calling you up to a higher level of you, saying, I don't want you to hide. I don't want you to hide in who you are. The very sassy, gorgeous, loving light that you were created in we you were created to shine, not shrink, but we're conditioned to shrink and the reason that I'm talking about this also right now is because of the energies changing on the planet uh, the energies that are shifting right now, a lot of what this planet is done with is hiding, control, persecution, shame, judgment, denial, hierarchy, power over, conforming, where you have to sacrifice the true nature of your heart to do it. That is not where we're headed. I'm frankly excited about that although it hurts (laughs) waking back up to some of this stuff, because it means really looking at where you hide, where you hide your full expression. So I'm going to ask you, where? What is one place that you can name or write down or Say out loud to yourself right now where you don't, you know you don't fully show up. That one place in you that is like dying to just tell somebody off or speak the truth to mom or say to somebody the truth of how you really feel. Not to be an asshole or to punish them, but to free yourself. There's a difference here. Okay. To free yourself, because I don't know how many of you have done this, but there is something that happens when you finally say something that you have needed to say for years. When you speak a truth for yourself, there is an immediate internal sensation of, oh, my God, I feel stronger. Holy crap, this feels like me. Oh, my God, I didn't know that needed to be said, right? There's some piece of us energetically that shows up, that goes bing, that stands and has our own back and realizes, oh, my God. I finally stood up for myself. I finally told my truth instead of what they wanted to hear. And it felt really good to be honest with myself. It felt really good to be honest with somebody else. It felt really good to not have to hide, I don't ever want to do this again. It kind of gets addictive. And you start to generate this force Every time you do it, that begins to have your own back. And that, when it keeps cycling in on itself and you keep doing it, the more you keep doing it, the more you have your own back, the more you have your own back, the more you show up, the more you show up, the more you, right? It's this cycle, this circle that constantly feeds itself and feeds your own strength. It feeds your own voice. It feeds your true self-expression and what would happen if you showed up in the very places you know you shrank from in your own life like maybe just pick one right what would happen if you didn't you no longer gave a crap about what other people think of you like, let's just go to imaginal land, right? Like, da da Happy sunny day. <laughs> Maria Von Trapp comes to mind. Right? Out on the hills, whatever it is. I don't know why, but that just came into my brain. Right? Taking up your space. Take up that hill. Owning your true voice. But what would happen if you no longer cared about what other people thought? Like, just pick one place. Like, For people where it's like, it's your boss, right? I want you to just imagine, not getting it right, not what you would say. I don't give a crap about any of that. But just the energetics of imagine showing up to boss, see boots on whatever day is next for you and saying, you know what? It isn't cool that you've. I felt treated this way, and that isn't cool. I deserve better than this. Or whatever it is for you, where you're literally just being honest with yourself. And just spend a minute there. I want you to feel what happens in your body. Just at the imagining of doing this. Right, something shifts, and for anybody else, if it's not your boss, like is it your lover, is it your wife, is it your husband, is it a sister, is it a mother, father, whoever it is, just imagine that for a second. Just being able to say what you, what your heart truly needs to say, because there's a difference here. And I want to be clear about that. So there's a difference if I've got something to say to somebody. But I'm going in defended and pissed off and been like, You screwed with me for da-da-da-da and da da, da da and I hate you and you're a blah 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 and you need to go to hell, whatever. That's me being defended. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the truth of where you have your own back. Where it sounds something like, you know, hey mom, I know you love me, but you've got a lot of fear, and that fear tells me what I should and shouldn't do, how it's right and how it's wrong. And I feel like I have to show up in order to meet your fears rather than to have my own back. And that's not okay. Your fears belong to you. They're not mine. I'm not going to take responsibility for that anymore. I'm going to show up the way I want to in my life. And I'd really love your support with me getting to be me, not being here for your safety, right? There's a difference. My heart is open. And I mean, maybe you, I certainly don't have any judgment on the fuck you. I'm just, if we're talking about authenticity, this is where we stand. In the truth of who I am, not the truth of I need to tell you where to go. right? Like get off my back, go to hell, blah, 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 whatever. That's defended. It's not authentic. Because the part of that isn't speaking is the part of my heart that's actually hurt by what's happening, not the part that's angry. The part that's angry is a secondary emotion. It's protecting me from getting hurt. That if I go one step underneath that anger into where am I hurt? Maybe if it's work, maybe I feel undervalued. Maybe I feel treated like crap. Maybe I feel like a doormat. Maybe I feel less worth, right? And if we shift that around, if any of those things are true, what is this job or whatever it is trying to teach you? Trying to show you, why are you experiencing it? Right? So it's a scenario that I just used. It's trying to show you your worthiness, your empowerment, your own equality in this situation. It's asking you to rise up. Anything that we experience that is negative, that is like, why, why am I? It's trying to show you it's opposite. If I'm in a place where I'm going, God, I feel unworthy, I feel like a doormat, my boss is treating me like a peon. It's there because something in me knows I'm not a peon and it's asking me to rise up and demand more from myself. That's what's going on. Like the spiritual truth of why is this happening is spirit is asking me to rise the hell up. Spirit is asking me, if you were going to show up in your authentic space, how would this look, Becca? Do you know you deserve, do you think you deserve to be treated like this? Absolutely not. Then why are you taking it? And on a spiritual level, there is no reason that you're going to come up with that's going to be good, that's going to be an answer to that. We go in the human perspective, it's going to look like something like, well, I need the money. Well, if I quit, da-da-da-da-da. So now we're looking at I'm selling my authenticity to participate in, in this human experience. But I'm selling at the cost of my soul. Like I'm selling my soul to do this, literally. And magic happens when you start choosing yourself. Magic happens when you start moving closer toward your authenticity. The closer you move toward your authenticity, weird opportunities are going to come out of nowhere. Now, I can't tell you what timeline this is. It's just the nature of the energy and how it works. When you show up as the fullness of who you are, no, like in this case, knowing your worth, Things that are worthy of you start moving toward you because you are standing in your worth. You are not gonna. You are demanding more for yourself, and you are saying, "I did, I'm never gonna be treated this low again." And when you embody that energy, not because you're trying to raise your frequency or you're trying to whatever, but literally because it is your truth. You literally in your heart know, "I deserve to be treated better than this." And I refuse to show up for anything that's going to treat me less than. And I'm feeling it. And every day that I notice something or someone asking me to shrink, hide, whatever the hell, and I say no, I am literally changing my energy. I am increasing my vibration by choosing me. This is why this is important. We hear a lot of stuff about raising your vibration and doing all those things and blah, 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 blah. It isn't an outside job. This is an inside job. Everything in spiritual land is an inside job. It doesn't matter like, I mean, yeah, okay, maybe it makes a difference, but it's like how much water I'm drinking, how much food, good food I'm eating, blah, 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 blah. It does help, but it isn't the way in. It is an actual psychological shift In your beliefs and what you know about yourself we have got a message from miss Debbie in Idaho Um, as the holiday season approaches I'm feeling a growing sense of dread yep about family gatherings because they all relate to me as though I'm the same person I was when I was 12 absolutely I can guarantee you everybody here has got that same thing Ugh, what Can I do besides opt not to go? All right. Boom. I love that question, Debbie. Thank you so much for asking. Exactly what we're talking about. So you shift your participation in what's going on. You start to show up differently. And I am not telling you that this is going to be easy to do, by the way, Miss Debbie. Uh, It's not an easy thing because there's reactions in our body that we respond to, right? So the response of, oh, I feel small, oh, I feel, uh, uh," and then we react from that feeling. This is about allowing that feeling to be there, letting yourself have that feeling, and making a new choice while that feeling is telling you to make the same choice. Does this make sense? So... this used to be true for me too, where it was just like, oh my God, I'm not five. I'm like way older than five. I don't know if they're treating me like five. And it's always the same questions, right? Are you married? When are you going to have a kid? What are you doing in your job? Here's what I, if if you want to play, here's how I would play. I'm, but I like to stir the pot. Not everybody's that girl. Pick something you really want to talk about. And if you want to be authentic about it, And, you know, know your audience. So it really depends on your heart. But if you want to have a different conversation, maybe start asking yourself, what are the different conversations I want to have with, you know, Uncle Ned or Aunt Sally or whatever it is? Like, what do I really want to know about them? How do I really want to connect with them? What connection do you want to receive from them, if any at all? And so when they ask you these questions that make you feel like you're 12, I would grab their little hands, and hold them in mind and look them in the eye and say, you know, I'd really love to have a deeper conversation than the conversations we always have every year on this holiday. I want to connect with your heart. Can we have that conversation? Boom. (laughs) Right? If these people have any heart whatsoever, they're going to go, wow, not only is she not 12 anymore, but she just opened a huge connective door that really lets me want to go deeper with her. Hell yeah, let's go get a glass of wine and sit down and talk. Right? And when you feel what that does for you and the impact it has on other people, it's going to make you feel stronger. It's going to go, you some, that thing, same thing I talked about before, that circle that rotates and keeps filling you up and filling you up and making you stronger, it's going to, you're going to go, oh my God, here I am holy crap, I I have the ability to make different choices. It's the first time you have to do this that is going to be the hardest. And I guarantee you after that, it may not feel the easiest, every, you know, but it's going to feel way easier than the first time you have to do this. Because everything in your nervous system will be trying to keep you safe, which is just play the game, Debbie. Just do the same thing, Debbie. Just don't rock the boat, right? Don't listen to that voice. Listen to your heart. Because you aren't 12 anymore. So whatever you had to protect yourself from then is not true here now. All right? So try that, and I hope it works. And here's the other fun part of that debbie before i um, move on to the next (laughs) question here is if you want to have fun like if you have any little like twisty ha 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 sarcasm i like to mess with people kind of stuff the way that you can get out of the dread is to make it a game with yourself to make it like they're the mousies and i'm the kitty i'm going to play I'm going to play with this game and I'm going to see what they do and I'm going to see what they don't do because that puts all your energy more over on your side where you're like, oh, I'm at cause. I'm going to see what I can mess with here, right? It puts you in a little less dread and a little more curiosity. Does that make sense, I hope? So I'd love to hear back from you um, after and know how this goes. But that would be what I got coming through for you. Um, it's Tracy in New York. I have been feeling unwell physically, but I sense that the root cause is feelings I have around depression and anxiety. I don't want to go to a regular mainstream medical person because I don't want to be prescribed drugs. Yep. I know so many people who were put on them and unable to get off of them for many, many years to come. Can you suggest more holistic resource for people going through this? yeah, I love your show, by the way. Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate that okay linkedin into this unwell physically sense that the root feeling what causes feelings around depression or anxiety okay hold on i'd be interested to know what unwell physically means um to you around that um so depression here's some things that i know depression can do and it also depends on why you are in depression and anxiety. So um, for me, uh, the root cause of the trigger is going to play a huge part in this, just from the work that I do, Um, because I tend to follow the body. So um, I usually just drop in and, and do some work in that. But depression will make you feel heavy. It will make you feel immobile. Um, sedentary, isolated, your mind will start playing tricks on you and all that kind of jazz. Um, you can start to feel sinusy and all of that kind of stuff. So there's physically, I'm gonna give you some physical things to do, and then I'm gonna give you some energetic things to do. Okay, physically, physical things to do for feeling unwell. If you're not allergic to any of this stuff, take some garlic. One clove of garlic, smash it pack it up, whatever it is. Leave it sit on your counter for five minutes. Put it on a spoon, throw some honey on it, and chew it. Like one of these a day. It will. It helps kill stuff in your body. Ginger, also very, very good. Um, like ginger in your water, ginger everywhere. Um, and FYI, this is not medical advice. This is just holistic stuff that I have done for myself that has worked for me. If you're allergic to any of these things, don't do it. Um, and then I, I just a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of water. Also energetically with what's going on right now in the world, it is moving. It's asking us to look at our past and let it go. So if you're experiencing anything from that's emotionally up for you from your past, it is a time to literally kind of like pull yourself out of the stick like the stickiness of it, like it's getting the sticky off. So it's really looking into having self-compassion, allowing yourself to have your feelings about whatever this is, right? To not deny what you're feeling, but to really allow yourself to be sad or to have, a, or to have the anxiety not, and not attach to the stories around them. Okay, so example of this is going to look like, um, I'm just going to make stuff up right now, right? I'm depressed because, well, I'll just use mine. I'm depressed because um, my abuse is still haunting me and I feel like I'm less than and I can't move forward. I can't show up as my full self. And if I can't show up as my full self, I don't want to show up at all. that feels heavy. I hold my breath. I can't breathe. So what I'm going to do is go, how do I feel about that? And I'm going to go, God, that really makes me sad. And I'm going to just let myself have the tears and I'm going to let myself be sad. What I'm not going to do is be sad and go, well, I should have this. Well, I should have that. Or I should be doing this or I should be doing. No, I'm literally just, I feel sad and I'm going to feel it. No stories. Not what should I do to get out of it not what can I do to not feel this, but literally just feel it and be with that. If This is like inner child work. Be with the little girl who is still trapped back there, right? It's usually a piece of ourselves that is trapped in the past that needs us to go back and get her. Um, energetic work, that was one of them. The other thing you can do is just like nope they're telling me no see that's the thing i would have given you spirits like no 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 so here we go all right so they're just saying present you've got to be present with the feeling let yourself feel it and be with the little girl part of you that has where these feelings first started and just hold her and hug her and let her have her feelings and just be supportive of her not what you're going to do to get out but just let her have it you've got to let this be felt is what I'm getting. Um, but yeah, and I, there's there's work to do around this. So um, if you're interested in more, email me, um, becca at dark Goddess or hello at com, and we'll chat. And I hope that um, you feel better. Miss Dana in the UK. How do we find out what subconscious shadow things we are carrying? Okay. Hello, Miss Dana in the UK. Um, what subconscious shadow things you're carrying? Okay. Here's some good questions for you to follow. And This will um, light up what it is. What are you avoiding? What feelings do you avoid or run from? What do you blame yourself for, judge yourself for, and criticize yourself for? What are you most ashamed of? What is, the, what is the biggest thing you don't want anybody to know about you? That is a good way to get you started. All of those things are pieces of power that are hiding in your subconscious. The answer to every single one of those questions are shadow aspects of you. Right? So for me, I hide a lot of my anger. I suppress a lot of my rage. I've learned how to use it now, but my subconscious rage was a battery for me for years, and I was actually afraid to express it because I thought if I express it, where's all my energy going to come from, right? I mean, this is so not rational, right? But there was something in me that really wanted to hold on to that rage. The truth is it needed to be expressed. I needed to let it out. I needed to let it move so that I could have more Authentic and honest conversations with myself, right? But when we're hiding from ourselves, it's our shadow aspects are always: what are we hiding? What are we avoiding? What do we not want to feel? When I get triggered, what am I not saying? Right? Like I <laughs> we'll have that a lot. I mean, that's just day to day shit. Somebody will say something to you, and you just want to tell them off but instead what do you do you sit there and you shove it down and you pretend to listen and you smile and nod while inside of your head you've got pictures of yourself like smacking them around or stabbing them in the head or whatever it is right <laughs> we all do this every single one of us does it. and I'm not saying that stabbing somebody else in the head while they want to talk to you is um, authentic expression by the way <laughs> I'm just saying it's there's something that we're not saying that needs to be said. A lot of the times when we're having these um, arguments with people in our heads, right, we have all done this, where they're like, oh, I wake up and I'm rolling over what would I have said to this or what would I have said to that or why didn't I say this or why didn't I say that or blah, 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 blah. Every time you're in that situation where you're going over arguments in your head, it's because there's something deeper that needs to be Seen and heard by you with you. But instead, we end up trying to convince the other person that they're wrong. When the truth is, all I have to do is acknowledge what I feel. I don't have to convince anybody else. I'm not going to be dependent on anybody else for my feelings. I'm not dependent on them apologizing. Screw that shit. They have a choice here. They don't, just like I have a choice. They don't have to apologize. me. They don't owe me anything. My ego will tell me that's true. But the absolute depth of that conversation is where did I abandon myself to try to prove to this other person that they need to change? Right? This is like, to me, this is the crux of all of it, a lot of it. It's like this, this little chunk right here. The minute I realize I don't need anything from you, it's what I'm not finding about me. The amount of freedom that comes back into my life is like off the chain because now I don't need, I'm not dependent on anything outside. I'm not dependent on you. I have to show up differently for you because I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't give a crap that you're judging my ass right now. I could care the hell less because I have my own back. I don't need you to have my back. I don't care how many friends I have. That's not a thing. That's not reality. That's egoic bullshit. And I would rather live in spiritual integrity and full authenticity and have my own back and show up that way. I would rather have myself as my only friend and the best awesome friend I've got than anything outside of me. Doesn't mean I don't need connection. Doesn't mean I don't want it. It just means if the cost is me or you, it's always going to, the cost will always be you. I will always choose me first. And my body knows that now because I learned how to stop betraying myself. I learned how to see the signs. I learned how to see the subtleties. And I learned how to notice in my subconscious the minute that I was going to give that up. The minute that I'm like, yeah, I'll sacrifice myself for this. And no, no. We miss those cues so often because they are so subtle. And the more you do shadow work, the more those subtle cues start becoming massively obvious, which is why then you automatically don't go down door number one anymore because you see the sucker coming a mile away, where before it was all happening on some other realm that you didn't know how you got stuck here in the first place. And now you're trying to figure out how to get out. When you start doing this work on the regular, It's not about how do you get out. It starts becoming about, oh, I see that door and that door and that door because your awareness has increased. You've moved the 95% of what's happening in your subconscious. You've moved about 80% of that now to your conscious mind, which means you're not operating from your subconscious. You're not reacting. You're actually responding. You're listening to your gut. You're listening to your energetics. You're listening to the subtle cues in your nervous system that are going oh god i turn that corner i'm holding my breath why am i holding my breath i'm reacting to something where is the threat i feel it over here there it is all right i'm not going over there i'm going to turn around and walk away something in my system is telling me to it makes no logical sense right but this is we've been taught to follow logic over our instincts it's bullshit This is where we lost ourselves. We are living in a world that conditioned us to betray ourselves, to forget the nature of who we are. And this time on this planet is waking us right the hell back up to all of who we actually are. That's what's literally happening right now. Because. Spirit, all that stuff, they're just like, dude, we didn't put you here for this bullshit. We put you here for something bigger. You guys are creators. You guys are magic. You guys are energy. And I want you playing the game that you actually were designed to play. Not this egoic, hierarchical, be controlled, sacrifice yourself crap. Ow. Sorry. My kitty is giving me trauma. There we go right? We're all meant for something more. We all have this in us too. You know it. There's a part of you that when I say to you, you are meant for so much more. You know that. You feel it. Your little heart starts getting on fire because it knows. It recognizes. This is the truth. There is a truth in here of who I am that I feel, but I don't know. I feel, but I can't name it. I feel, but I don't know how to get there. And that is absolutely right. These are the depths, baby. This is what I do. It's diving into this because there is a crap ton of power down here in your own little underworld that not a lot of people know they have and haven't even explored it. And then when you go explore it, you pick at it a little bit and it's all right. But when you just dive the hell into this stuff, it can change your life and light you up and give you a whole different sense of beingness than you have access to right now, one that you actually want. It isn't putting on something or trying on a new technique or learning a new skill. This is having a new experience of who you are. That is what the soul is constantly seeking experience. That is what it's here to do. I am here to experience myself in human form. I am here to experience the things I connect with, interact with in ways that speak to my soul through my heart, which is the muscle that is designed to connect this physical body to my soul. What is the truth that I'm being hit with now? This is, that's it. That's all this is. And our systems used to know that. If you remember back to being a little kid, our systems knew that. We didn't question it because we had no minds. We were still developing them. We just went with what we felt. that tree is talking to me, and it says this. The invisible people over here told me, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, whatever the hell it was. Because while they were invisible to adults, they weren't invisible to us. You know what I'm saying? Like There were stuff, powers we had that we trusted back then. That was all real. But then we got fed the lie about, well, you're, you're getting older, honey, it's time to give that up. Nope, but here comes the conditioning. Remember how connected you were to who the hell you truly authentically were when you were little before they took you away from that? This is what I'm talking about. And we're coming back to this. That's what all this light blasting the planet and the human resonance changing and the poles flipping over and the energies, all the stuff is bringing us back to the heart of the truth of who and what we are. And right now, the world we have been living in as a human is very different than what we truly have access to as a soul. And when you start to feel into that and maybe start to practice looking at everything through the lens of your soul without having to get it right without having to know how to do it without having to have a plan to get there just have the intention and go as a soul on this planet like i'm going to connect with what i imagine connecting with my soul feels like right now i'm just gonna connecting to my soul i'm just saying it i don't there's not a process to do this okay so just boom I'm connecting to my soul. That is my intention. And I'm going to wait for something to shift in here where I feel my body go, bam, the truth of that is here, here, here. Yes. Okay. From this vantage point of a soul, what is true for me right now? And I don't even get words. I just get up. Yeah feeling inside of my body like my mouth smiles my cells light up I don't know what it is I don't have to know what it is I don't have to name it I just feel it just feel it just let it fill you whatever that feeling is just let it fill you and let that be the most real thing right now the body has more wisdom than the mind ever will and we've all been taught to ignore it So you want to know how to be authentic? Listen to your body. Cultivate that relationship because that's what the soul is using to communicate with you. These subtle energies in your nervous system, the way you feel, your feelings, your felt sense, your sensations, things that stand in the way of the stories you tell about how you need to behave, stories you tell about how bad or wrong you are, stories of any fucking kind. Waste of time. My body knows the truth. My mind only knows what it has experienced up to this point. It can't know about the future. It's here to protect me from having the past repeat itself. But what it knows about that is wrong for moving forward. What does my body have to say about that? What does my soul have to say about that, about moving forward? There's an excitement that comes in. Huh, I got butterflies in my belly. Ooh, I don't know. I like that. That feels good. Why? I don't know. You don't need to know why. Just feel it. Oh. Okay. And then let that feeling grow. Start daydreaming. And let those feelings grow. That's a good way um, also to get out of um, shift energy, out of depression, and all that jazz for Ms. Tracy who had asked about that. Daydream. Do some daydreaming. And let the feeling that comes up for you in daydreaming, not the scenarios, but the feeling, because you're usually daydreaming about what you want, let that shift. Let that get bigger. Let that hold you for a minute. Yeah. Well, that is the time for us, my friends. And um, I'm hoping you guys have a fabulous Thanksgiving I hope you use some of the tools on here and let me know how they go. I would love to hear. Um, if you want to share that with me, you can do that at, uh, by emailing me at hello at darkgoddessacademy.com. And if you guys ever want more you know, help, you want to know stuff, you want to know, I don't know, you want to know what shadow work is, I've got some freebies on my website right now. So there's what is shadow work, how does it help, all that jazz, free. Go to my website, go to the shop, um, and it's, there's free stuff. I'm working on another one right now. So, uh, but just check that out. There's inner child meditation stuff on there. There's some good stuff. And check that out. Use those resources, okay? And reach out to me if you guys have any questions. I would love to hear from you. So have yourself a happy little holiday. And I will be back in two weeks. Have a good one. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show.